Hey everybody, welcome to the 5 for 5 podcast. This is episode 11. My name is Panchito and as always I am joined by Mike. How are you doing today, Mike? Happy to be here, folks. Super excited for the Big 11. Yes, this starts the new time period where we are going to be covering stories from 1990 to 1995. We're in the 90s, folks. That's right. And it is Mike's turn to tell the story today. He's going to be competing for pointless points and pointless prizes, but the journey through history might it's priceless that's right that's the valuable part of the whole thing isn't it yep okay well what do you think should we get into your story right after the break yeah stay tuned folks Okay, everybody, it is time to get into the episode. And as we mentioned at the top, it is Mike's turn to bring in an article and or story. Are you ready to read it, Mike? Yeah, I'm ready, folks. It's the 90s. The year is 1993. Nice. I'm bringing you guys a story that has a lot of uh, pop culture relevance. Okay. A lot of those listening to this podcast are going to remember this, uh, especially if you are an adult for the most part. 30 and older. You'll probably know what was going on. I qualify. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you and me both. Title is Prince Changes His Name to an Unpronounceable Symbol. Ooh, I already remember this. Purple Rain, folks. So here is the article. He still may be funky, but his name is not Prince anymore. The Chanison-based singer celebrated his 35th birthday Monday by changing his name and announcing he's breaking from his band, New Power Generation. From now on, the former Prince, birth name Prince Rogers Nelson, wants to be referred to as the combination symbol that serves as the title for his latest album. The Purple One's publicist said Tuesday he doesn't know whether it's a legal name change or an artistic whim. Only one person knows for sure and he's not talking, not even to pronounce his new name. While this may seem like a Michael Jackson type stunt, the lack of a spoken word for the symbol has left the media and the music industry slightly stumped. We don't know what we're going to call him, an MTV press office spokesman said Tuesday. I think they're waiting to get the official word from Warner Brothers as to what sound we're supposed to utter. When What's His Name opens a five-week tour July 26 in Sheffield, England, one thing seems certain. He won't be singing My Name is Prince. And that's my article, folks. I remember this so well. I'm a fan of Prince. And I remember so clearly thinking to myself, I had no idea how I was supposed to move forward referring to him. And MTV's immediate answer was just to refer to him as the artist formerly known as Prince, right? And it caught on like fire. Yeah, I I think that was kind of the catch-all solution, the artist formerly known as Prince. It's true. I don't think the entire world knew how to handle that. I'm not positive that he even provided ever a solution to how to say the symbol, right? Uh, That's what I love about it. Yeah, this was so different. Honestly, I don't think any pop artist had done anything like this up to this point, right? This is definitely one of the boldest moves as far as identity goes, in my opinion, uh, in pop culture. I mean, everybody was like, Madonna? only has one name and they made such a big deal out of that but this was a whole nother level right uh it's one upsmanship at its finest that was his thing right he he was a a showman he was always bringing spectacle or something crazy or something to draw attention but this one was just wow right i see your one name and raise you a symbol (laughs) yeah it's a new symbol a combination of several other symbols all in one and it means nothing but it means everything with a custom guitar yeah that thing was crazy looking too I give him so much props for this, though, because if you wanted to sort of pull something off to redraw attention to yourself, this was like the thing to do, right? And I think the timing couldn't have been better Uh, for his career, I mean. Right, yeah. I was a little upset when he left the band, Mm -hmm. but um, the music didn't change 
it stayed Prince music. Well, I think his music proved like proved that he was more than the marketing and the symbol, or even the name for that matter, right? Right. I mean, this set it off for other people because later on we had like Meta World Peace, right, right, and other celebrities sort of emulated it, right? Uh, models with the one there was models I remember that had like one name. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's their name. That's who they are. Yeah, I think that people started selling themselves as entities. Right. I, I'm more than just the art that I produce. I'm this thing i'm a commodity right yes i'm either way i'm sellable either way i'm represented by my art if you don't know what to call me you can always go to this symbol or you can just not refer to me and just enjoy what i produce Uh, yeah that's awesome if i had to look at it from a prince perspective i would think that's where he's coming from well you know it definitely makes me this article first of all yes it's it's prince so i did think that okay this is panchito all all over the place right like i had to to a degree yes i have every Prince song just bomb music and I, I i come from a musical background a bit myself i can appreciate what the one man band could produce literally right his yeah. whole first album he wrote produced performed the whole thing yeah absolutely it's crazy to think about what he was capable of of as a human being just artistically creatively and and then for for him to be able to say this is what i've made i've already blown your mind with it but now check this out symbol yeah he he sort of knew he was a legend right uh yeah and, and he knew it so much that he could he could produce iconography. I think people try to sort of do that with themselves now, like on social media and just actually kind of any media now. Right. They try to make an object out of themselves. They try to become uh, an energy or a force or like they try to sell themselves that way. But Prince actually he, he figured it out. He nailed it. He wrote the book on commoditizing one's own self. Yeah. And, and, and I feel like today we're trying so desperately just to capture a snippet of what he was able to do in an entirety. And it's amazing. The scope of this whole thing was humongous, right? Because this was pre-social media and all of that. But all of the media outlets that were available, they jumped all over this. Absolutely. The MTV generation was just lighting up like crazy. Like this dude changed his name to a symbol. And I remember that. Like I depended on MTV and magazines like Rolling Stone and The Source to sort of like get this information right sure and they were everywhere on this they started writing stories they started trying to assume what prince was thinking they started trying to get in his head right i mean it's it's a perfect model for just breaking a mold and marketing it 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 really is i mean it draws memories just like iconography is supposed to. You know, it's supposed to harken either an emotional feeling or draw upon memories or something, you know. When I think of the print symbol, I think of the very first time I ever, like, really saw it. Like, not just on television, but I remember going into the Hard Rock Hotel in Las Vegas and actually walking to, like, their little display of what Prince had to offer, That like, that memorabilia. Yeah. You know, like, his purple outfit, like, the one Dave Chappelle was, you know, mocking in, in that show. <laughs> yeah. It was there <laughs> at, in Vegas, but they had a massive gold um symbol yeah you know the prince symbol i remember that like man that's that's the prince symbol like that's prince i was a big fan of prince when he ditched the name okay but when he did it i went back and i feel like i started over oh because i wanted to try and get it so i went real deep with it and started listening to songs that i hadn't really gotten into deeply before looking for more and it's intriguing to see that something as simple as like him ditching a name which is something we put a lot of stock in right right right. if it's not your name then your face yeah what is your identity right and he said look my body of work that's what i am and this thing symbolizes it and it made people look 
like seriously even deeper because it who who ditches a name right but you know what i love about it it's to me the height of individualism oh sure sure he says that he's beyond convention right exactly i i am something so far beyond convention there is only one of me right and i'm represented by this thing only because for your sake i need to be represented by something right it's my new sweet badass symbol and that's the thing is he seemed to be doing it for us right like he he figured he wanted to do this change whether it was to ditch the name or to re-represent himself or represent or repackage himself but he seemed to have done it for our sake so that like we could maybe get in his head a little bit right i'll be honest i've never really thought of it from that angle or even heard anybody try to present it to me in that angle or rationalize it like that well i mean it's hard to get with prince right it's hard to get in his head and be in his head right so do you think maybe the 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 shifting from prince to the symbol was almost like a if you can if you pay attention to this you can get into me well that's why i went back to look into his music even deeper because i was like i think prince wants me to understand this so there's like a a musical uh crumb cookie crumb path for you to follow right i don't glean from that pictogram what it is you're trying to show me so it must be in the music because that's what's available to me about you so you went on a journey talk to me about that journey (laughs) well you know what i tend to sort of overthink things a lot but i don't think i'm too far off on that one because uh i do have this sort of understanding that your public your fans or whoever they are the people that consume what you produce they only get to judge you based on those little snippets it's true like there's not much transparency to it so i'm supposed to figure them out from this symbol what did you figure out i'm not sure i got anything out of it other than than the fact that i got to go and listen to more of his music i mean but i'll take it because i found a lot of music that i hadn't gotten into yet from him it had to have some kind of staying power with him right i mean how many years did he use this symbol i mean it was a while yeah honestly i just kind of kept calling him prince right you know he was always prince to me right and like for those of us that were already pretty big fans we had no problem with it we just accepted the symbol right away it was a reverence thing for me okay really rediscovering prince uh when i had picked up musical instruments and so when i look back on that name change it, it really is it's it's an artist being an artist you're right there's a touch of eccentricity in there that you can't really escape sure but you know i would actually kind of expect that from the purple one what was your understanding of the symbol then my understanding of the symbol is that it is whatever that you choose to make of it as long as you make something of it well see then we kind of share share a little bit that same sort of train of thought is that it was meant to inspire more than just the symbol itself right as long as it inspires though i think that that's the root of it it has to evoke something otherwise he would have never dropped his own mother given name right or the name that carried him as far as it had up to that point right true true i mean he was already pretty marketable absolutely i mean insanely marketable behind the scenes and in front of the curtains he didn't need anything if he had new music coming out anyways there was nothing that he needed to make that extra right by 35 years old he was already past the 80s he was well established sure he was on michael jackson's level to some degree right as far as notoriety yeah Yeah, i think the freedom that he had to just sort of be like i'm no longer this i'm now this it says a, a lot about his understanding of what his place in the maelstrom was right yeah you have to have a pretty solid understanding of where you are and what your significance is where you fit in what your capacities are 
and what people will and won't accept from you, right? That's a lot of confidence, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, definitely. But you got to hand it to him. You do. Yeah, he pulled it off. So what do you think? Maybe we'll bump some prints and uh, take a break? I think we should uh, pull out a copy of Computer Blue and get ready for the second half right after this. Stay tuned, folks. This is Evita from Flying Blind Podcast. You're listening to the 5 for 5 podcast with Panchito and Mike. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. Alright everybody, we are ready to get into the second half of this episode where Mike brought in an interesting article about the name change that took place in 1993, right? The symbolic name change of the purple one. The purple one, Prince. That's right. And uh, one of the things that I sort of brought into the conversation was the concept that maybe Prince was sort of like putting out there the idea that he is that. I am the commodity. Or or is it transcending even something that is human? The issue was it was for us to figure out, right? Yeah. So that sort of made us talk a little bit on the break about how people kind of want to be something. They sort of want to categorize themselves. And it makes me think about the way that we sort of do things like in technology. Right, right. So we have a tendency to sort of like want to put ourselves in a category and it seems to me like the whole internet caters to the prospect of us fitting inside of subcategories inside of subcategories. I agree with that. I think it's actually even promulgated. It's pushed on people. Like you sign up for something and there's 30 drop downs. Right. You enroll in something and there's 10 ways that you can enroll in it based on your interests, right? Mm -hmm. And essentially algorithms are designed around that prospect. They're entirely based around majority for the most part, you know, generalization and majority. And funneling down where you fit in that. Right. Prince sort of did it in an abstract, funky type of way, right? But now we're talking about it being like a part of the everyday things that we do. Like how much has that penetrated our lives? I think it's penetrated a lot more than we realize. Um, We see it a lot in social media and we see it a lot in marketing, I think, especially when we're answering questions about how we like things marketed to us or how we like things presented to us. You you said it. There's so many drop downs, so many sub menus for you to select, so many things for you to identify as. And so many things that you actually fit in too because it seems like we have a lot more products that cater to that kind of stuff and interest groups and programs and all that kind of stuff that fit very specific things niche almost there's an entire infrastructure now i think that's been built to essentially ensure that there is some normality in niche or there is at least some broad acceptance in even the niche yeah there's things now like word clouds right that help you funnel things down like that I'm talking about that these types of tools are being electronically integrated, right? In algorithms and like say Facebook and all these other places to sort of like pinpoint exactly what you are. I mean, to the point where now third party companies know more about us oftentimes in our decision making capabilities than even our own selves. They, they, they even know what we're going to buy before we even realize what we're going to buy. And then they begin to create profiles based on like the amount of money that you spend range wise. They can grip, build a demographic around you. They'll be 
begin to formulate all these sorts of things on, on how to market to you. So like if we had taken a word cloud and put prints right in the middle, right, then it would sort of start spitting out words related to that symbol. So like, you know, guitar, rock, funk, um, pop, new power generation, the revolution, uh, exactly. Purple rain, like right. all these things would start spitting out of the word cloud that are sort of like interrelated to that original symbol. And that's kind of what Prince did. Like he jumped the gun on this thing, right? He was way ahead of his time. I mean, he did it in such an abstract way that we didn't even know we were getting it that way. Yeah, the guy was a genius. So then what would the hashtag for his symbol look like now then? Hashtag genius. <laughs> hashtag whatever that symbol is. I'm surprised we don't have it on the keyboard at this point. Right. I'm surprised it's not an alt 0146 or something for, for Prince. It should be included in all the major fonts. For all you programmers out there, get get to get to doing something like this. Come on, guys. Yeah. Or at least uh, I, would, I would like to replace the Windows key on my keyboard with the Prince symbol. Can we at least get a wing ding <laughs> i'm into that so who's done anything even close to this recently recently or even since then right i mean meta world peace okay meta world peace for sure i mean Absolutely. he was pretty blatant with it though he was just like this is why i'm doing it he was not all slick and creative the way that prince did it i can tell you somebody who was even less slick okay odb oh okay multiple sure. times yeah, that's true. He was on the nickname thing. Yeah, I mean, Big Baby Jesus, Dirk McGurk. I mean, yeah, yeah. just... At that point, that's just like showboating, right? I kind of like Wikipedia rappers sometimes because I love seeing all the names that they go by. Right, all the AKAs. Yeah. Yeah. Deep down, I do wish I had like a long AKA list. Well, you know, sometimes I call you Carrillo. So that's a little bit of an AKA for you. It's a start. Um, I'd like to build more to that. Like I'd like to do Carrillo, AKA, and then another thing, and then AKA, and then another thing. Something in quotes in the middle, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I'm working on it. Look, I'm. I I just turned 33. I got. I got some time. I kind of did something like that. I mean, I go by Panchito. Cheeto. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes even just Cheeto. You know, the Cheeto formerly known as Panchito. I don't call you by your government name. No. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I don't think I have like as high a regard for the nickname as for what Prince did, though. But in the end, right, it is important because what is Panchito and what is Cheeto is you. I don't think I could be like, you know, a symbol. Well, you're a symbol on my phone. Oh, oh really? The Phillies P. Oh, I get it. I get it. Just because it's a P. Well, because I remember you used to rock that hat. Yeah. And you know, and I used to rock it because of the P, not because of the Phillies. Oh, I know that. I yeah. know. I was like, this guy is not a Phillies fan. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm, you know, go Dodgers. So then nobody come up with anything that you think is on that level aside from having a dope nickname game right so this makes me think about uh, a little bit of name changing research okay that uh, I did and I was basically looking for the craziest name changes that I can find okay so in 2007 a man by the name of Jason Burroughs out of Seattle Washington legally changed his name to Megatron <laughs> Megatron <laughs> yeah uh, honestly I think that's kind of dope yeah yeah why not uh, a few years before Megatron Burroughs a member of Ohio National Guard unit in Mansfield legally changed his name from Scott Nall to Optimus Prime. Oh my goodness, that sounds like a space battle coming up. Right, exactly. It was it was perfect. However, you've got this guy here, a 24-year-old by the name of Dan Miller. He was a performer. Um, he changed his name to the Dan Miller Experience. See, that's creative. He used a pretty uh, pedestrian, boring type of name and he turned it into something with some you know, panache. You know right. what I'm saying? Uh, a man by the name of Jose Luis changed his name to around the world well okay 
in 2001. <laughs> All right. So you can change your name too, folks. It's whatever you want. There's freedom to do this. Prince already did it. He paved the way. I call it the hashtag. So anybody who's thinking of that, just let just let it be known now. I'm claiming the hashtag. You should name yourself first name hashtag, last name hash brown. I like that. Hashtag hash brown. I love hash browns. Yeah, hash browns are amazing. Hashtag hash browns, folks. Yeah. I think what's happening is most of the rappers are taking all the good names. I agree with that. I mean, they're coming right off the jump with them, like right from the beginning. So they start their career with something ridiculous and then they don't have to change it later. One thing I know when it comes to rappers is that you're, it's almost like you're not legitimate in the current time frame unless there's Lil in front of your name. And then, you know, you should follow up with some odd word like Dirk. Yeah. Or uh, if you're familiar with guns, you know, that also helps if you know your calibers and you know your, your different types. Or a brand. Right. Lil Colt. Right. Yeah. Lil Smith and Wesson. Yeah. Like uh, Caliber Versace. Oh, man. You just made the sickest rapper. I know, right? Caliber Versace is just coming through with the new joint. Drap. Yeah. But you know what, though, though? They're on SoundCloud, so they don't have the exposure that Prince had. Tabitha Soren is not going to tell their story like they told Prince's story in 90, 1993. SoundCloud rappers don't have Kurt Loder talking about them. And Kurt Loder was who you wanted talking about you. I mean, that's what helped Prince get through this whole name change to a symbol thing. That gave it a lot of credence, right? If Kurt Loder mentions your name, you're a somebody. It's funny because all of the hashtag and word cloud and subcategory stuff that we've been talking about is actually kind of taking the funk out of changing your name right because it's not that big a deal anymore right because at any point in time you can just edit change username and now you're something new yeah edit post edit hashtag change your profile name and you're now just something completely different you can go from hashtag hash browns one day to something else you can be hashtag tag hash any day you want all day per day no doubt Well, now that we've hashed that all out, we should probably get moving into the final portion of the show where we give out the pointless points. What do you say? Let's do it. All right. This is Evita from Flying Blind Podcast. You're listening to the 5 for 5 Podcast with Panchito and Mike. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media, at Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. All right, we are into the final portion of the show where we give out the prizes in the form of pointless points. That's right. Yes. And even though the points are pointless, the journey through history... It's priceless and today the thing that we learned is that if you are prince you can do whatever you want whenever you want and everybody will buy it exactly so knowing that are you ready to get your points mike i'm so ready purple rain it on me today mike your points are given in the form of a prize it is a stack of prince pancakes yes i'm so hungry as you all know famously prince made very delicious pancakes And that's what you get, Mike, for bringing a print story in for your article. I love it. I can put purple boysenberry syrup on there. I think the purple one would appreciate that very much. Rest in peace, Prince. That's right. Well, now that the show's over, I think I am going to go listen to Raspberry Beret, which is one of my favorites. (laughs) 
I'm gonna bump Computer Blue on the way home. We are gonna be listening probably to a ton of Prince music until the next episode. We are so happy that you could join us. Until then, make sure to subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. That's right, folks, at Z-W-E-R-C Media. Thanks a lot, Mike. Thanks, Panchito. Peace out. Thank you.